Districts of Cincinnati, welcome to the jungle! Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the AFC champs, the Cincinnati Bengals. We're getting closer and closer to the draft. We're getting closer and closer to free agency. I don't know about you guys, but I cannot wait to find out what in the world the Bengals are going to do. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,550 excuse me, 505 subscribers. I wish it was 550, but 1,505 subscribers. That is awesome. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. And exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we are doing super chats. So if you want to make sure your comment gets read, give me a super chat or you want to support what I'm doing, give me a super chat. We got Dale, my seat neighbor. He's huge into the draft. He's got spreadsheets and all kinds of cool stuff. So we're going to get into this. But as always, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave. And the Ice Cave is brought to you by T Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, let's get into this. We're going to be talking lots of draft, lots of free agents. Everybody's got all kinds of opinions. Everybody thinks theirs is right. I just think it's fun to talk about. Let's get to Dale. Dale, what's up, brother? What up, man? Living the life, man. Long time no see. If anybody doesn't know, this is my seat neighbor. He sits directly behind me for every single Bengals game. Then sometimes he moves up beside me, beats (laughs) the heck out of his shoulder. (laughs) I give him big old bear hugs and everything. I get excited, (laughs) especially when the Bengals are doing good. And then and they did good a lot this year. (laughs) Hey, it was a lot of fun. Then Arrow, he's our other seat neighbor. Hits Derek. 
So anyway, what's up to everybody in the chat? Arrow, Haas, Greg, Samuel, Crown, you're in there. What's going on, guys? So, all right, Dale, we have had lots of discussions here this week about yeah. the offensive line, and people don't like my idea about Ryan Jensen, which is fine. They don't have to. I don't care. <laughs> well, right. got, got kind of breaking ish news, it seemed. While you were uh, pulling up the intro, I seen Malik tweeted we should trust, and I believe it was Aaron Wilson that said uh, that Bradley Bozeman from the Ravens, center from the Ravens, becomes available. Cincinnati Bengals are a team that would be very interested in him. Woo, and if Malik says it, I believe him because yeah. Malik is right more often than not. <laughs> so yeah. that's so, it. All right, so then that goes to what I've been saying. If you get a center, are you moving to a Hopkins to guard or are you cutting them? I, I'm cutting them at $7 million and I hate to because that's one of the leaders, but I just didn't see his grades when he played right guard before. It just did not work out for us. Right. You know, I mean, he was very up and down, and he had some terrible games. I think he's a much better center than he is guard. Now, I'll say this. What, is that with because of the offensive line was terrible or himself? Because the whole offensive line was terrible. That's where I'm kind of on that, you know? Yeah. I, I would need to go back and look. I know it was like 17, 18. Had we already lost Witt, Zeitler? Like, if it was a Blahey Fisher, yeah, I could see that too. If, if he's your – Weak link at, at right guard, maybe it would work out. Yeah, see, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, like I said, I love Trey. I think he's good, but I want to win. <laughs> so if they have yeah. to cut him, cut him. But I just know how Mike Brown is loyal to mm-hmm. to a fault to his players at times. Yeah. And just like James Rapine said on yesterday's show, you know, he fought his ass off to get back and, and get ready for the season. He he hurt his knee the last game of the season in 2021. And he's back in June in 2021. Right. You know, playing. So that's where I'm. I, I am not against Trey being our starting center. Yeah. Because I think he played great toward the end of the season coming off that injury you just mentioned. And once he finally got healthy, his grades went up every week. And I think he would be one more season, I think he's got the chemistry with Joe. I, I just I would like to see him and Jonah stay. Now the other three other positions we can talk about. Exactly. All right, so let's get to them here. Let me try to bring up your. Uh, let's see here. Which which page you want to start with first? You want to go to would say the tight ends or or linemen? Is that what you're saying first? Oh, uh, are you do, pulling up some PFF stuff or that? That's I can pull. I can pull up the PFF stuff too if you want to do It's hard to talk about the draft before getting into free agency because they're going to go hand in hand this year, probably more than ever. All right. Well, we can talk about the guards here. That's who I got I got brought up here on PFF. Let's start with uh, let's see here. Hey, okay. we'll start right at the top. Yeah, that's the top. Right now, he would be one to get, obviously. I but then again, it's the money. Talking, yeah. 16 yeah. million per for three years what they're saying so 30 years old had some injury issues here and there the last couple of years but i mean yeah that's an elite guy right there but he's going to be a guy that probably gets 18 plus guaranteed you know 18 plus guaranteed per year right that's that's i don't i just don't see the Bengals doing that necessarily so then, we, then we got tomlinson this is the guy you like right i'm a big fan of tomlinson if we don't bring back quentin spain which Quentin Spain is a solid left guard. I'm not against that. I, no, I'm not against neither. bringing Quentin back, to be but honest. But if we do not bring Quentin Spain, these next two guys you have on that list are two guys I'm very interested in. Lakin Tomlinson, Connor Williams. That's here. There's kind of- Tomlinson is the more proven, the better player. He's also, I think, around 30 years old. Um, Connor Williams, on the other hand, 24 years old. But not quite the player like in Tomlinson is. Like in Tomlinson, it was a pro bowler this year. Right. So he's a proven commodity. Connor Williams, you'd be gambling that he's going to improve and he's going to cut down on his penalties and that yeah, Frank Pollock will work his magic. That, yeah, that's one thing he he was a very high uh penalized player. And that that yeah. that to me, penal, penalties come down, it's it, it's the player, but it's also coaching. I mean, the, the Cowboys were one of the most penalized teams. In right. football last year. And the Bengals were, I think, the least, to be honest, which one the last time. But Connor Williams does have some games where it does scare you because he's 
a very up and down player also. He'll have some great games, some great weeks he'll put together, and then he'll just have an absolutely terrible game on tape. All right. So do you want to go past Connor Williams? Because like, you got Yeah, I mean, those are left guards. Like yeah. now you're getting James Daniels, which I know Joe Goodberry's done a lot of um video on him on Twitter. I advise everybody to check that out. But uh another guy, even when the season starts, he'll only be twenty four years old. Mm-hmm. So James Daniels, definitely a guy I'd be interested in if I was the Bengals at right guard. Okay. Once the Bears actually stuck him at right guard and kept him there instead of moving him all around the line, center, left guard, right guard, he had a great second half of the season. All right. So then you got to uh, see here. Then you got Austin. You talked about him, Austin Cor- Corbett. You like him too. Cor- Corbett is probably, if I had to say, probably the number one guy that I would think. Not just me, but a lot of Bengals fans feel like it's just a perfect fit. Right. Perfect fit for the Bengals. Plays in the Ram system. He is, I think, 26, 27 years old. So he's still a fairly young guy. Proven commodity would be a great addition. Yeah, I get to uh, Brent. I, not my glasses just broke. I'm trying to read Brent, Brandon's comment here. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much the guards. So. All right. Left tackle center are the least of our worries we have when you have three positions that need fixed you don't need any more i i couldn't agree with that more brandon i I think we keep joan at left tackle i think we should keep trey at center i there's a very good possibility that they will do that you know and now he says uh jenna has been underwhelming the last season i I, jonah wasn't bad i mean i i think jonah was was actually pretty consistent to be honest Best of our line, which I know isn't saying a whole lot, but he's the best of our line. He's young, and he had been hurt in previous seasons, finally played a full season. I think he's just going to get better. I wouldn't move him around because I like his trajectory. Now, what you, now we're talking about Jonah. We talked about this off the air, and Lapis said this. What's your thoughts on putting Jonah at center, which nah. I don't even know if he's ever played it before. Now, this come from Dave Lapham, who literally played every position on the right. offensive line. So for him, it's not that big of a deal to switch. I don't right. know if anybody else has Joe to move to center. Like I said, I don't think it's that big of a deal moving to right. But again, I'm fine with him at left. I'm just talking. Yeah. Yeah. And I would be more apt to move him to like left guard even than I would center. Right. I think Lapham thinks everybody has that versatility that he had. Right. But the lap was rare. And yes. that's. You don't see that translate a whole lot, guys. Just yeah. moving around from tackle to center to you just don't see that in the NFL anymore. Yeah, yeah. He literally played every position on that offensive line at one yeah. time. Start started at every position at yeah. offensive line. That's where I'm like, Dave Lapham was a freaking baller when it comes to. Yeah, to his I mean, he's pretty much Mister Bengal. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You cannot take that. Away. I mean, he is great. Right. Arrow here says Corbett is my favorite. Uh, now. My number one, though, I can't get my glasses on again. Uh, trade for left tackle would be Jonah. Sorry, Eric, bring up Jonah. Uh, I, could, I, I got forward. it. I could get on board with that. Trade for left tackle. Let's say Tunzel. I would love to go. bring in Laramie Tunzel. Move Jonah to left guard. That works for me. Keep Trey at center. Corbett, your right guard. You're talking about bringing back Reef at right tackle. Uh, I would be okay with that, but I would look into maybe Morgan Moses or, or Trent Brown at right tackle. I like both of those guys a lot. Let's see here. Let me bring up. Let's see here. Let's go to tackles here. Bring up, bring up Morgan Moses here and see what they say. Let's see here. Ed, there we go. All right, let's let's find Morgan Moses here. It's Eric Fisher. Let's see here. Let's just go with the tackles here. We already know. Let's start here. We already know that uh, we we would all love to have Armstead. Armstead. Yes, we'd all be good with that. There's your left tackle. You figure out what to do with Jonah. Mm-hmm. Left guard, right tackle, center. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, wherever. Uh, then you got Orlando Brown, which franchise I, tag. Yeah, I think he's going to get franchise tag. There has been some talk that he wants to come here, which I think that's, you know, I don't know if that's true or not. It's just stuff I've heard. So these two, I'd be nice to get one of them. I don't know if we're going to get those. Let's get the guys. Chiefs aren't letting him go. They'll probably yeah. sign him to a big deal. And they got Dwan Brown. franchise. Yeah, they got Dwan Brown. Uh, Dwayne Brown. I think he's like 36 years old. All right. I'd pass on that. All right, so you there's Morgan Moses. Let me click on him. They should give you his age. Uh, he's born in '91, so he's six six, three fifty five. Yeah, you know, as uh, I see your snaps, probably thirty, probably be you know, 
you know, turning 31 soon, I would imagine. Yeah, so he's not as old as I thought he would, be, <clears throat> as I thought he was. So it's not horrible. I mean, he had over 10,000 snaps last year. Projected. He's a proven commodity also. Like, he was very good with Washington. They let him go once they uh, got the guy from Texas last year that they brought in in the draft. And then he just signed kind of a prove it deal with the Jets, and his grades were still very solid. Yeah, he's uh, projected here for a PFS three years, seven point five yearly, uh, four fourteen million. And he said they got uh, twenty two point five total. So I mean, it's not it's not horrendous. I mean that that would that would be right in the ballpark, I think, for what the Bengals might be trying to do. Because the thing is, we all have to remember they got to sign Jesse Bates. <laughs> that's yes. the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, we and that's. To- and that's why he would definitely be my uh, Jesse Bates is your tier one signing. I like to right. say, yeah. And we talked mm-hmm. about that because they 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 do they the last two years they did at least one big splash free agent. They did DJ Reader two years ago. Last year they did Trey Henderson. I think the big splash this year is going to be uh, uh, Jesse Bates, and yeah. it's gonna be which is fine. <laughs> I and mean, I would go ahead and do a long term because I mean you're going to pay him the same amount of money. Franchise tag or long term, you know, you're better off to do long term and you structure it how you want to structure it, front load it, back load it, whatever you want to do. Exactly. All right, let's see here. Ben, what do you got here? You guys are maybe putting my glasses back on a lot here. I think he's talking reds. <laughs> Is he talking reds? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? This good, might be off good or topic. bad. Interrupt Dale's football wall behind him. But if you think the red season doesn't happen, is that good or bad for the temptation to think? A comeback clause doesn't need to be. Why well, I won't move up? Stupid computer. I'm on a different computer now, and it's not working as like the other one was. Uh, what's he asking me there? Temptation comeback clause <laughs> doesn't need to Dude, happen so fast. You can't. You can't put up no paragraphs no more, Jeff. Takes too long to read them. I know. I Text me or, or Facebook message me that I can answer you. Answer you later. <laughs> No, I think it's just if the Reds don't, the Red season don't happen, are we got, we're not going to have that distraction of hey, spring training starting, you know? Hey, Dude, we're not we're not going to have that anyway because everybody's so into the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> my, well, my right, and that's the thing. He, I think it would happen either way, Ben. Either way, honestly, I think we just went to the Super Bowl, and this town is Bengals on fire. fire everything. Yeah, so, on. I mean, we got soccer coming on, which. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. about to start in two days, I think. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I see here. What's Arrow got? That's why I like my uh, idea of trading the dude that you only have to pay big money for one, maybe two linemen. Yeah. I, and that's right. I think the, the Bengals are going to be smart with their contracts here. But we did talk about if you trade for like a Laramie Tunsil, what are you giving up? Like- right. Well, you know it's at least thirty-one, but that's that's the least they're going to want thirty-one, and you're you're talking another another draft pick or something. Which and to me, that's where I don't want to give up a ton of draft picks because we still have to get depth on this yeah. team. No matter if we fix the offensive line with free agency or not, we need depth. We need depth at tight end. We need depth at secondary. We need depth. Uh, 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 yeah, linebackers. There's three. And, and you add depth with the draft yeah. when you're a good team, when you're a playoff team, when you're a Super Bowl team. The way you add your depth is through the draft. And that's why I think you got to get your starters on the line. But I don't know if trading for Tunzel is the answer or bring in two or three guys, whether whether it be Quentin Spain at left guard or Lakin Tomlinson at left guard or Connor Williams at left guard. Then you can turn around, bring in a right guard, bring in an Austin Corbett, bring in a James Daniels. Then at right tackle, you got Morgan Moses or Trent Brown. I, you bring in two or three of those players, you're upgrading that line in a big, big way. Exactly. That and that's to me, that's what they need to do, Dale. Is they got they got that, that's why I keep saying is I <clears throat> I don't want to have to rely on the draft because nope. I don't want to have the Billy Price situation where okay, we want to get Leinenbog or whatever his name is from from uh Iowa, which he probably uh, won't be there. Linderbaum, I mean, yes. L- Linderbaum, yeah. And we want to get that guy. Well, then he's not there, and it's like, oh crap, okay, let's go draft Billy Price. I don't want that. You can't. You can't do that at thirty-one. That's why well, there is not another center this year, like worth taking, even probably till the third round. Honestly, after Lindenbaum or whatever his name after is. after Lindenbaum, yes, yeah. which is a reason I think Lindenbaum probably goes. You know, at least top twenty-five picks. Mm-hmm. 
Now he's asking how much is the franchise tag. You mean for uh, Jesse Bates? I'm assuming that's what you're asking for. Uh, it's uh, I think it's at 13, 14. Yeah, so I would I say it's somewhere around 14 just off the top of my head yeah. I, without looking it up. I know we talked about uh, Jamal Adams signing an $18 million contract with the Seahawks is kind of the, the big holdup. A lot of people right. think he's not, he's not getting that. I mean, no. I mean, which he come out and said, I don't yeah. have the ego to have to be the highest paid, which right. was awesome to hear. Exactly. Yeah. Eric says trade, trade Wayne's. I, they, what, what, <laughs> what are they waiting on? Why, why haven't they cut him yet? That's what I'm. I, because I, like, like Derek's saying, we're going to, we're going to trade him for Laramie Tunsil. Forget <laughs> throwing in the one there. Eric, Let's just trade hey, him straight up. Exactly. Trade Wayne's Laramie Tunsil. The Houston Texans have been a franchise crap organization for about the last five years. So they might do it. Hey, that would be fine with me, dude. I would take that in a heartbeat. I'm oh, like, okay. I think all of us would, yeah. Like, hell yeah. But that's the thing. Like I said, if, if I can keep going back to my point, I would like to uh, sign I, at least at least three of them. I don't know if the side I, – the more I think about it, I think they're going to sign three. And I, I think three because it may be Spain, maybe. Yeah. He is that, a yeah. free agent. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay. Maybe your third. I'm okay with Spain. But if, if you're signing Spain, to me, then, then Hopkins is your center. Because you're not going to move. I, I don't – well, not necessarily. Well, so, all right, let's just say they get the, the, the center from, from Baltimore that, that um, uh, Malik was just talking about. Uh, Bradley say, Bozeman. Yeah. What? Okay, let's say they get him. Okay. Or Ryan Jensen or uh, Ben Jones or Brian Allen. Those are all right. some uh, free well, agent centers. I kind of I believe Malik a lot. When he says stuff, it's usually true. So let's right. say this happens. Which this wasn't his reporting, but he said, I would listen to this guy when he talks. Either, either, either way, if Malik says, reports it, puts anything out there, there's there's something to it. I'll put it right. that way. There, there, well, there's smoke, there's fire when it comes to Malik. I, I believe a lot of stuff that he puts out there. If you guys are not following Malik, uh, right and the right report go go follow him well especially this time of year exactly I mean. <laughs> he, he's on it so uh, let's say say this guy's a center so then you got that like i said then you're either you're either kicking hopkins to guard or you're cutting him so let's just say they kick him the guard so then do you sign spain to me i to me you don't then if if hopkins is your guard then to me you gotta go out and get one of these other guards i think because and a i'm about to turn into like Stephen a smith or uh one of those other guys that get real agitated with their with the other guy they're talking to. <laughs> Trey Hopkins is not going to be a starting guard, Jeff. <laughs> get over it. It's not happening. All right, so we're cutting him. Okay, how about that? We'll go with that. We'll cut. We're, we're, he can, getting, he, can, getting, we're he can restructure his contract and stay as our backup center. Okay, well, does that we'll make you that. happy? That's fine. So <laughs> then that then that means you're signing Spain, and then you got to sign another. You, I, I'm, I, my point was, you're not having Spain and you're not having Hopkins at guard. That was my point to this. You're not going to do that. So, all right, Hopkins ain't going to be the guard. We're having our center. So, you you're, you keep Spain and then you get Corbett, hopefully, at guard. And That'd then, be number one target, yes. Yeah, and then Tunzel or or Morgan Moses, which I think Morgan Mo Moses might be more of what uh, – yeah. that might be in line with, with what they do because I believe that they think that Jax Carmen and Deontay Smith are going to be a – Either both of them guards. Jackson Carmen's going to be a guard for us eventually. Deontay Smith, I think, has a chance of being a, a tackle for us. And I, I think they yeah. believe in those guys. So I think they want to leave the pathway open for them. Yeah. Um, Deontay Smith, he was playing swing tackle even in the Super Bowl. So right. I, I feel like that's a thing that they probably want to keep him at tackle. Maybe he's our swing tackle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, maybe we keep Isaiah Prince as a swing tackle. I even floated out the idea uh, to you before you know we went on air sign Morgan Moses to play right tackle. And if you could bring back Riley Reef on a one-year, $5 million deal or something, there's your swing tackle. Right. He played left tackle most of his career. He was solid at right tackle before the injury. And a lot of times we bring in an extra tackle on certain downs. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it just depends if Reef wants to be a, a, a backup or not because he's been a starter his whole life. And, and if it wasn't for the ankle injury, we wouldn't even yeah. be talking about it. You know, right. He didn't have his ankle injury. And, I think every Bengal fan would be like, we got to resign him. <laughs> and know? he may only have a year or two left of his career, so does he want to come do that? Yes, that's 100%. That'll be a decision he'll have to make. Exactly. Let's see here. Uh, Arrow. I think they like the thought of signing a guy. And for some reason, won't bring it up so I can see the damn thing. So I'm reading it like, a, like I can't see. Um, I think they thought they like the thought of 
signing a guy and upgrading two spots that they have potentially this year at left tackle. Dale. <laughs> well, uh, who are we signing, Derek? Who are we wanting to sign? One guy upgrading two spots. So you're thinking they would bring in uh, Teron Armstead at left tackle, and then we would move Jonah over to right tackle, so that automatically would upgrade both. That possibly, I mean, Jonah at least ha- did play some right tackle at Alabama in college, so that that could be a potential situation. But I just – for whatever reason, it's just my gut feeling. I don't see them really wanting to move Jonah from left tackle. But I think they like him, to be honest. Yeah. I could be wrong. I kind of hope I'm wrong because I'm kind of really excited about the possibility of getting Laramie Tunsil somehow, some way. <laughs> Straight up Trey Waynes. Houston, call us. <laughs> okay. Dale, there's no way we're going to get Larry Tunsil for Trey Hey, Larry. I'm not giving up on this. You never know. They well, you could be... I give him a Hopkins, so, so you have to give him a this. <laughs> right. I mean, Trey Wayne, straight up, he's pretty good. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. If he's healthy. All right, let's get the quarterbacks, cornerbacks here, just because it's another one that they could possibly uh, sign a free agency here. Now, there's the number one guy, J.C. Jackson. I don't think they're going to pay. We him. got Mike Hilton out here recruiting him. It would be great. Yeah. I just like, another guy who's guaranteed money is probably going to be. Yeah. 60 million plus, and uh-huh. that's not typically something the Bengals organization has done. Well, and the thing is, like I said, I don't think we need a shutdown. Yes, it would be great to have one, but the way they, they do the zone and everything, it doesn't necessarily need one. You need another guy who's just as good as, as Cheetah Bay. Well, so. Cheetah was amazing this year. Mike Hilton, amazing. Eli Apple, very underrated and solid. Thank you. And, I'm, and people get all me at work about this. You want to resign Eli Apple? I'm like, yes, as a backup. Not as a starting corner. He was never supposed to be a starting cornerback for us. No. So No, and that's a situation where I could see, you know, let's sign two or three offensive linemen in free agency. Um, and then at that point, you go ahead, you bring back Eli Apple. And you go into the draft, you're wide open. Right. At that point. Or if you bring in a – Dante Jackson, another guy I like that's a corner. I don't know if you passed him up yet or not. Let me see here. Carly Hayes. Casey Hayward. I, I, he's a little older, but that's another guy I wouldn't mind the Bengals signing. Dante Jackson. Let me see if I find him here. Yeah, Dante's uh, He's only 26 years old, played for the Panthers. Hopefully he's on there. There, he is. there he is. He, he's way on down their list because he did not have a good season this year. But I look for him to bounce back. Uh, the Panthers as a team didn't really have a great year. Mm-hmm. I see a well, comment here from a, a, a Bill Jordan. I, I kind of like his idea. He's really loading up on cornerback depth. I don't know see. if you can pull that one up or not, Jeff. Uh, let me try to find it here. Oh, here it is. But he talks about, hey, sign Casey Hayward. Yes, it'd probably be like a one-year deal, five, mm-hmm. six million. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and re-sign Eli Apple. And then you go into the draft. And maybe it is Trent McDuffie because we're going to switch over to draft talk here in just a second. Maybe it is a Trent McDuffie or a Roger McCreary from Auburn. You know, there's there's definitely some good cornerback options. If we take care of the line, cornerback is a spot that I really, really like for us at pick 31. Yeah, one of the things, too, and for me also in the draft is, I mean, I'm a Bearcat fan. Kobe Bryant, I think, will be there in the second round for us, too, who's a very yeah, – I, I you just got a comment in the chat there. I want to draft Kobe Bryant from Greg Graves. You said it, and he put it at the same time. <laughs> there you go. That's kind of that's kind of my my go to guy in the in round in second round for for the Bengals. I was going to say I, I see him more as you know that late second round guy yeah. that might be there, and uh, he's got pretty good size. He's about six two, I believe. Like, and you know he won the Thorpe Award. Like, very very good player for sure. Exactly. All right. Now let's get the Ben Otter. He said, "Is the Gronk option already out of the qu- uh, of the question?" And I haven't kept up with how the news is squashed already, or has the subject been overplayed? The idea hasn't been just no up. news on that, Ben. There's yeah. really just not been any news. Gronk made that statement about, "Oh, I would like to play with Joe," but yeah. Gronk I mean, says a lot of things. Probably <laughs> he mean. does. 
And the thing, probably made half of them if that. And the thing, the thing I looked at it this way, it wasn't more of, oh, we gotta go get Gronk. It was more of the statement of, yeah, caliber players like Gronkowski are going to want to do exactly what he said. Go. Play well, he he made a statement on Super Bowl Media Row, which he probably was making a lot of different statements. I, you know, <laughs> you're going, you're talking to this person, that person. Mm-hmm. So, but they said, you know, probably a young guy he liked, or if you didn't right. play with Tom Brady, who's a young quarterback he'd want to play with, he said Joe Burrow. So, <laughs> hey, it's something to keep an eye on. I mean, especially if they don't bring back CJ, but I don't even want to think about that. No, I want to bring CJ back. I CJ's love coming back. That's yes, the way I see CJ's it. CJ's coming back. <laughs> uh, CJ would take less money to come back, I think. Brandon here says, I wonder if the Lions would trade Sewell and what it would take for them to trade him. I don't think they're going to trade Sewell. They're not. That's they're not, but I don't even. I don't even want to talk about Sewell after last year. The, the <laughs> I Sewell. talked about it a ton. Look, I'm still, I'm still good. I'm still You're still happy team Sewell. Yeah. Oh my! I, I, I'm still happy we got Chase. So I, I was still would have done right. it. I just wish they would have signed Zeitler at guard. That would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, that I think that came down to guaranteed money because like uh, Derek and I was looking at the other day, it was almost his entire contract. I think it was like three years, twenty-one million, but. Yeah. Pretty much the whole thing was guaranteed money. Well, and that's the thing. The Probably the difference. Don't, but. Historically, don't spend money on guards. And that's where we have to I – mean, hopefully they will. You know, hopefully they learned their lesson. You know, you got to – it might have bit us in the ass, though. You know, we might we yeah. might be Super Bowl champions if we just paid that. Yes, I know. Ah, don't make the same mistake twice. Yeah, then that's where I'm hoping that they learn from it going – Okay, we got to pay these guys to, to keep them because the guards yeah. are people too, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Big guys need love too. Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, Bill here says uh, Kobe is solid round two, like Chase Lucas and three or four ASU captain. Uh, I don't know about Chase Lucas. Do you? Uh, not sure who Chase Lucas is. Uh, is it Bill? You want to maybe in the chat? Yeah, give us. A, give I don't a know Chase Lucas. I don't know who he is. The only Lucas I know, there's an Abraham Lucas from Washington State offensive tackle prospect I got as a second rounder, but I'm not sure about a Chase Lucas off the top of my head. And now he said, any thoughts on the Bengals drafting a tight end? I I think they could because they need depth. Um, yep. But I would but bring I, CJ, and then I would also be looking to draft somebody. I did yeah. a just a mock draft on the assumption that maybe we signed two or three linemen today. And I think I ended up taking like Roger McCreary in the first round and then um, cornerback. And then in the second round, uh, Trey McBride was still available, which I don't think he'll be available at the end of the second. But if you get a guy like that from Colorado State or Jalen Weidermeyer from Texas A&M, trying to think, uh, Jeremy Ruckert from Ohio State, there, there, Isaiah Likely, Coastal Carolina. There's a good four, five, six guys there in the second to fourth round range that that I would look into if I was the Bengals at tight end for sure. All right, Bill, Bill said he's uh, an Arizona State corner. Yeah, uh, that's somebody, Bill. If you uh, follow me on Twitter or something, DM me because I don't know that I've looked too much into him. To be honest with you, yet. Shocking. Arrow wants a guy from Ohio State. That, that That's completely shocking. I like Ohio State too, but <laughs> <laughs> who's your guy from Ohio State? Yeah, he said the guy. Who's the guy? The guy. Come on, Derek. But but yeah, maybe but that's I, the tight Jeremy Rucker, the, the tight end from Ohio State, if that's who he's talking about. Yeah. Um, that's a guy who Ohio State just does not pass a lot to tight ends. Right. But um, I actually have him ranked as my number one tight end which a lot of people don't agree with. They've got Trey McBride or Jalen Weidemeyer, but I just think the potential, if you go look at just some highlight catches that Jeremy Ruckert made at Ohio State, it's unbelievable. One-handed catches and big games. Just uh, the talent is definitely there with Jeremy Ruckert. He just don't have the college production, and that's more he's been more of a blocking tight end. That's typically what Ohio State asks their tight ends to do. Yeah, I think the – the Bengals will, depending on what they do in the first, because I, I think cornerback or offensive lineman is going to be first or second round pick, no matter what we do. I, I think that's what they're going to be. I think tight end, they're really not going to start looking at that position until uh, third round, my opinion. Let's see here. Uh, I saw, oh, right here it is. He's got it. Rutgers? 
Yeah, which we yeah, that's what we just talked about. So we went over that pretty good. Um, yeah, definitely, uh, Bill Jordan, if you Facebook, Twitter, whatever, send me a DM uh, with that guy's name so I can actually look more into him. I'd be interested in that. All right, Greg Graves. Uh, I think what they need to do is get a backup QB. So if Joe goes down, pray he doesn't, we can get a guy that can win a couple games. I just don't think Brandon Allen has it. And see, see I've gotten lots of arguments with people about this. I don't think Brandon Allen is as bad as everybody thinks he is. I mean, I, yes, we can upgrade him. I'm not saying don't, you know, but I don't think Brandon Allen is that bad. And I know he played terrible in Cleveland, <laughs> but the year before that, when he came in for Joe, he actually did pretty good and we won a couple of games. So I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay. If there's a guy there to get to upgrade it, absolutely. Is yeah, it something the, that I think we absolutely have to do? No. The The problem with that is, it just costs so much money, even for a, a decent backup, like in free agency, if you're wanting a veteran, you're going to have to pay them. And I would rather put that money into the offensive line. Right. Like, I don't. Yeah. Brandon Allen's. I don't know. I don't think he's that good either. But um, if Joe Burrow gets hurt, it's over. <laughs> pretty much fucked anyways. That's, that's, that, the language. Right. That's what I keep saying. If Joe gets hurt, the season's pretty much screwed. I mean. Yes, we could do something, but it's jo- jackpot Joey Burrow. You just don't go, hey, backup quarterback, go and you yeah. know, win at the Super Bowl. I mean, what should hey, happen? Six, hey, fourth-round draft pick. Right. That's where I'm like, I, I got this argument with, with Jeremy, my, the guy who is co-host on here sometimes, if he whenever he uh, gets back from his back injury. But I got a big argument with him last year about this, and I'm like, it's not that big of a deal if we, if we don't have a juggernaut backup QB because if Joe Burrow gets hurt, the season's over. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but it is. I mean, it's just it's just like yeah. when Tom Brady got hurt. It, their season was – yeah, they did good, but they didn't win anything. You know, that's just – I don't know. That's why I just don't think it's as big a deal. Yeah, like uh, uh, Brandon on here, uh, pay uh, Teddy Bridgewater or someone like that. It'd be six, eight million a year, yeah. Right. I, and that, right. That's where I'm like – We're not yeah. going to sink that money into that. No, I want Jesse Bates. I'd rather get B.J. Hill. I'd like to get Larry Ogajobi back. I want C.J. back. I want three offensive linemen. I mean, there's other stuff I want to get. We can't – yes, we have a ton of money. But we now, can't Teddy get Bridgewater would just be like, hey, Joe Burrow seems like a really cool guy. I want to take a veteran minimum deal to be his backup. Right. That's fine. Yeah, that's cool. Love yeah, it. If, if you can get that. But, I mean, Bridgewater still sees himself as a starter. Right well, now. I know. <laughs> so – I got a bridge to sell you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. All right. Bill says I was following Lucas last season. Yeah, that's. And he returned a good zone quarterback uh, leader, et cetera. Rutgers is my guy. So that's, that's. Yeah, I I like that. See, I I kind of been fell on an island here about Rucker having him as my tight end number one. I feel like everybody's like, nah, that's not just because the production isn't there. You got to look at the player, though. Right. And one of the things, too, and I said that about CJ. Last year, before he got hurt, when he was only, you know, the year he got hurt, 2020. And everybody kept telling me, oh, we got to upgrade. We got to do better. I said, CJ Uzama is a really good tight end. I said, the three games I saw with him and, and, and Joe, I said, I think they got something there. And I well, was like, I don't know how anybody can argue it now after the season. No, you can't now. You I mean, saw it. You saw it last year, and he was. He was coming on. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. Injury. Yeah, he tore his, he tore his Achilles. And, yeah. I, and that was only three. That was only three games. And like I said, not that I'm an expert. I got lucky. I was I was right on that. I mean, there's sometimes you just get lucky. But you know, I'm but I still would like them to get a backup. I mean, Drew Sample, he is what he is. I think you need a blocking right. tight end, but and, we need another guy who can catch passes too. And they probably only have Drew, you know, maybe one more year. So you yeah. want to look toward the future. Like 100, percent everything I say is CJ back first off. Mm-hmm. And then, like the guys in the draft, like Ruckert or or Likely or McBride or right. any of the Kate Otten, there there's several guys. Any of those guys would be second tight end, maybe even third tight end this year, and you're hoping to develop them, right? You know, for the future. Terry Harris says I'm late to the show, but we talked about drafting a defensive tackle since we only have two on the roster next year. I'm a real fan of Devontae Watt. From the yeah, Devontae Wyatt Georgia. from Georgia. Yeah, Georgia's yeah. defense, unbelievably oh, loaded. Yeah. But uh, Devontae Wyatt is definitely coming on strong as a uh, prospect at defensive tackle. Um, pass rush, just a complete force. I, I do think he'll go probably first round now, um, maybe early second, but that'd be a guy if we were going to take him and have to be picked 31. 
Well, that's the thing is if you fix the offensive line of free agency, you have that option. You can right. do it. And that's, that's where to me, and I'm like, I'm telling you a broken record. If you fix it in free agency, it opens up the draft to be able to do more yeah. things than just, Oh my God, we got to get a, you know, a tackle or a guard or something. Exactly. And, and I hate that thought because honestly, I don't see, I don't see the guy there at tackle, especially. Right. If, there's only, like if there's you bring only, up my draft rankings, if you want yeah. to bring those up here in a minute, uh, yeah. I, I do not have a tackle that I really like rated in that first, second round area. Like there's guys like Bernard Raymond. He's a development guy. Like I no. Which one is it? I got I wish I could have got up on the uh, JPEG. <laughs> That's, no. Damn it. I'll get there eventually. That's all right. <laughs> Bernard Raymond, that's a guy that's like uh, he's going to be a developmental guy. Um, I think the top four, I would love to have any of the top four. Hey, now you're getting closer. That's that's the quarterbacks. All right. What we got there? Now you're looking at your defensive tackles, which – I had Wyatt rated third round there, but I, I've since moved him up since I sent this to you. Mm-hmm. I've got him uh, second round fringe first. So, um, but what is this one? There we go. Ding, 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 ding. I don't find it. <laughs> so, so here's the page that kind of talks about, you know, some of the different, different offensive tackles, guard centers. But uh, I, I think the top four offensive tackles I got will be gone. Evan Neal. Ikemaquanu, Charles Cross, Trevor Penning. I think all four of those guys probably go top 15, top 20. And then after that, Raymond's developmental. You can't count on him to come in this year and be a starter. Petit Friere, yes, Bill, I agree. Maybe he could, but I wouldn't trust him to come in on a team that were so close to winning a Super Bowl. (sighs) Same thing with any of these other guys. Daniel Falele. Yeah, I probably butchered that name. But. <laughs> I, I like, I like, I like it. I like that the way you said it. Falele. Well, if you see this guy, he's he's like six eight, six nine, three hundred and eighty pounds, monster. I would love to add a guy like that, maybe you know, second round pick or something, but not as a guy I want being counted on to start. Right, like, well, that, and that's the thing. At, at thirty one, we have a better shot of getting a starter. I think. On the defense line or the secondary that we do as the offensive line, or somebody that's going to make an impact, even yes. if it's not a starter on on D line. Right. If you let's say if we only sign one of BJ Hill or Larry O back, and I, me and you kind of talk, we'd rather have probably BJ Hill. Yeah. If we had to pick, if I had to, I'd pick, love to have both. Right. I want both. But if I had to pick, it'd be BJ right now. I would. Uh, so let's say BJ is your starter alongside DJ Reader. You could still pick a guy at 31 at defensive tackle that's going to play a ton. He's going to come in all the time as an extra pass rusher, third downs, rotate. They rotate all the time. That's how we've seen how good B.J. Hill was. Right. Well, And that's the thing, too, is which well, that's where teams – and and I got to give Zim Hude credit for this. I've said this a couple times on here. That's where he is wants to go defensive heavy – to get rotations, you know, and that's one thing I was so excited about this year. Cause we had we had a rotation of of BJ and and Larry O and DJ Reader, and that's what we we're supposed to have the year before Tupo, that. Tupo, Tupo, Tupo played Tupo, really well. Which Tupo? Under- that's another one we got to sign. Yeah, a really good season. Yeah, I don't want to forget about Tupo, so we got to get him too. And when you get those rotations, and and that's where I'm excited about Joseph Osai coming in next year. Hopefully, he what he flashed in preseason, he could do that. So that'll give. Uh, uh, Hubbard and Henderson a break. Yeah, and hopefully uh, in this you know late rounds we can get another guy to bring in, so we have at least four of them that we can rotate. I, I honestly I feel pretty good about defensive ends, assuming Osai stays healthy, because Khalid Kareem, he's very solid too. Yes, Cam, Cam Sample, he uh-huh. looked really daggone good for a rookie. Cam Sample could, and the thing is, too, that's he, a solid they, they, five players right there. Well, there's a good shot that Cam Sample could move inside a lot more next year too, depending yes. on what they get get on the edge, because he did he did play three tech a little bit this year, and he he didn't do bad at all. No, and he did a lot of that in college, and he did a lot of that at the Senior Bowl last year, and that's why I really liked him coming out. I actually liked him more as the extra pass rusher, the three tech, some than I did, you know, as a defensive end. All right, all right, Bill's got another another guy for you here. Love him. 
Pierre from Oklahoma, Pierre. absolutely dominant at the senior bowl. Uh, that's a guy I would love to say, hey, let's get him in the second round. We'll I, but I think he'll, he'll, he probably won't be there at the end of the second. <laughs> but he's in the conversation at 31. If you, once again, the motto for the offseason should be take care of the lie. Yes, exactly. Like Brandon, Brandon here, or whatever his name is here, Jacob here says the Bengals are a very solid team. They need to protect Joe Burrow. Couldn't agree with you more, buddy. <laughs> Take care of the line. Yes, exactly. Fix the freaking line. And that's, Rent that's the shirts, where... man. We got like a, a bazillion <laughs> shirt companies out here, but Fix do not, do not, do not say that on Twitter because you get spammed really, really quickly. <laughs> Too late. We're on I'm Twitter here. Right his name's Dale Altman at Twitter. Go, go, go spam him. It's not me. <laughs> hey, I'll, t- I'll tell you what really gets people riled up on Twitter. What's that? You say three words, post two pictures. Oh, yeah. I know. I saw that, dude. That was ridiculous. People are coming like, Why is this got like, why is this got like a couple thousand people <laughs> liking it? People call me an idiot. Like, all I said was, I love our guys. Right. They're, yeah. they're I classy. Get, I, get called, I didn't I say nothing. I get called an idiot all the time on Twitter, so that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. It didn't bother me at all. I was actually like, Loving it. I was looking at my brother. I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> hey, Bill, Bill's bringing He's got another one for you. Travis Jones. Yeah. I, I see him more as the DJ reader. He he can pass rush a little from UConn, but Travis Jones is from UConn, but I, I don't know. I, I'm not drafting that guy. I'd rather bring back Tupo. Plus, we still got Tyler Shelvin, who was only a rookie last year, showed some flashes at the end. I think we're pretty set at nose tackle. Yeah, I was very happy with, with Shelby because the first game he got to play was in Cleveland, and I'm like, oh, he didn't look so good. But then one, it was very, very small sample size. But the playoffs, right. he actually started to play, which I was very excited that they got him because I think I think I liked him at the LSU. I think he could be a good yeah. a good uh, uh, a rotational player for us, and I was happy that he finally started making some progress. I mean, all these guys work their butts off. I know that, but you hear reports about like Shelvin if he's motivated. Mm-hmm. You know, the same thing with Jackson Carmen. If he's motivated, well, I hope these guys are motivated. We're right there, that close to winning a Super Bowl. If you're not uh, motivated after but, the past season, I don't know what the hell you're you're waiting. Right, for. but I'm saying like Tyler Shelvin. I mean, he was young too. Jackson yeah. Carmen, young. These guys are young. Mm-hmm. You know, very young guys. They're going to mature. They're going to take their craft a little more seriously. I think both of them are going to be key players for us going forward. Now this, I don't think this is going to happen. But uh, who who put it on there? Uh, somebody said somebody said in the chat about bringing uh, Gino back. And if Gino didn't come back this year, I don't think he's coming back. Here it is. He, he seems very happy. Like you know, he just seems. If Gino wasn't coming back, he had his kid. He's yeah. enjoying his life right now. If Gino wasn't coming back after Larry O went down, he's not coming back. I yeah. don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I love Gino, and I think Gino's. Going to retire, you know, retire Hall of Famer. Retire. He'll, he'll yeah. be in the Bengals Ring of Honor, which Absolutely. I love that we have one. I know that's so cool. That uh, that is all. That was so much fun when we actually got the. I love look. I love uh, talking about the Ring of Honor. I love the jackets with the stripes on the inside. Yeah, that that is so cool. Well, it's just so it's so great for fans, but it's so great for the former players too. Like, I, I hope they do at least two players this year because. Like I've ever since last year, I'm like, man, if they just start trying to do one a year, it's going to be so tough to choose. Right. Like well, that's what's going to be hard. That, well, that's the thing is, it's going to be hard who, because it's who would you choose? Man. Well, for this next year, yeah. If if you had one choice, Willie. Yeah, that's I, the next one for me. Same, uh, but I don't. Want, I I would like to see. There's just so many guys. I mean, I can go Isaac Curtis. I can go Dave Lapham. I can go uh, Ocho. Yep, Willie. I, I we put Willie in there. I can go. Uh, uh, Max Montoya. Max Montoya. Uh, <laughs> Tim Crumry. Yep. Fulcher. But, I put him in there. But uh, I think I agree with you. It's got yeah. like if there's one, it's got to be Willie. Uh, Ch- Chad. You got to put Chad in there too. Don't forget about him. Yeah, I said Ocho. Oh, okay. Sorry, I missed that part. So yeah, that's where I'm like I, I can start rattling off. But I mean, if you're going with one, if you're only which I don't think I think they're going to do at least three or four. Like because they I think. It's to me, Willie's, I thought maybe they do two. Well, either way, I think this year, no matter if it's one, two, whatever, I think Willie goes in this year. Because yeah. I, I'm pissed he off. Has to. I'm, dude, I'm pissed this off. close to the Hall of Fame. How the yeah. hell is he not in there? How how well, is, is, is the guy from Jacksonville, whatever the hell his name is, he played less seasons and, and he and he had less Pro Bowls yeah. than Willie. 
Like, give me a break. It, it made no sense at all. Uh, this year. That was one of those, I stayed up, you know, I'm like, man, I should be getting, when are they going to announce this? When are they going to announce this? Willie didn't get in, which then he told you something about he had known for three weeks, which I was like, oh, okay. But yeah. I was I pissed. Was, you couldn't get any heads up, Willie. I was super <laughs> pissed. I was like, <laughs> I was going off. I was like, this is bullshit. Oh, I, dude, I was this bad. Is not I right. I Willie deserves to be in. Especially when they had Anthony Munoz go knock on his door. I think, really? I think you had it set up perfect. Anthony Munoz, the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Go knock on Willie's door. <laughs> it, that's why it just seemed like all the pieces came together right. perfect for it to that's be the right. year that he was going to get I, in. I, I thought for sure he was getting in this year. Well, I thought the Kens were going to get in, and that didn't happen either. I'm like, geez, oh, what the hell do we have to do here to get – Big Willie has got to get in for the Hall of Fame. Willie Anderson, and, and you can argue this, and I'll argue with you. I think he's the best right tackle ever. I do. I think I think we've had the best right tackle and best left tackle ever. I do. Hundred percent. And we you can argue we can argue that's fine, and you could uh, right. d- disagree, whatever. But that's my opinion, and that's how good he, I he think was Willie shut down. Is. He didn't allow. He didn't not allow hardly sacks. He didn't even hardly allow pressures. Right. He allowed tons of pressure. Willie didn't even allow pressures. I mean, and what he did in the run game with Corey mm-hmm. Dillon and them. Mm-hmm. And that, that was on crappy teams, too, for most of his career. And he was elite. Yes, elite. He, he is best right tackle of all time. No one can tell me any different. They won't argue. They can just kiss my ass. <laughs> Boom! There you go. Time for it. <laughs> so we got some more people uh, t- uh, for the Ring of Honor. Haas says Corey Dillon. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Collinsworth, I know people are mad at him for the uh, – for the, uh, the way he did the uh, Super Bowl, but Kyle's where I think he, I, I think he will get up there, but I, he, but I don't know. He'll go in as maybe an announcer or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you got when he was a rookie, he was eighty-one rookie of the year. He was good. I mean, he was. I, that was. See, Chad I, will I, have a hard time. Chad will have a hard time getting in the Hall of Fame. He, oh, Chad, Chad will a million times better than Collinsworth as yeah. a wide receiver. Well, I'm talking about Ring of Honor. I'm not talking about. I'm not oh, talking about, okay. I'm about Ring of Honor. No, Chad, I was like, what? No, I was like. No. No, it's not Ring of Honor. Cosworth ain't getting in the Hall of Fame now. Um, but um, yeah, Chad, that, that's what Chad screwed himself. If he had just buckled down and kept playing the last couple of years and not, you know, through a temper tantrum and all that stuff and you know, screwed screwed himself his last four years, I think he would have been in a Hall wow. of Famer. No Chad slander. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not slandering, I'm just speaking. Hey, even though that man tried to steal my wife. She got that picture with him. I forgot that. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, That's my ongoing that. thing. I tag him all the time. I'm like, "Why'd you do this?" It's like I was talking to Derek and Sarah on the phone last weekend because Marissa was talking to them. She fell asleep. But then it's on her phone, and I'm like, "I look background is her and her and Chad. It ain't me. It ain't our kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's her and Chad." She could. What's really important, and Sarah, Sarah was in that picture with her. Sarah done got cropped out. Oh, Melissa and Chad. <laughs> I got to see. I this get picture. it. I, I get I, it. I got to see this picture. You, you got to show me. I get it. <laughs> All right, Dale, we'll be almost on for an hour. I appreciate it. Um, so when we get closer to free agents, we got a little, what, two weeks? Well, is it 15th? Is that one free? Uh, March 16th, I believe, is the first day they can sign. But I don't know if, like, the 14th is when they can start uh, talking or whatever. Basically, all the deals will come down, like, two days prior to the official start. Right. Now, I'm curious, will the Bengals be early? Because last year, yeah. the first couple of days, they didn't do anything, and we all started freaking yeah. out, and then they started rolling in. I, I think they will be. They they were still they were still pretty early. They They were, like – I think Trey the was the end of the first night or or the second. Like, you got to be early for for the, some of the guys they've been getting. Yeah, exactly. So they they uh, what the hell? I'm trying to block this person. They put a a, a thing on there. They won't let me block them. They got a, a website on here. And I'm trying to get rid of them. They, for some reason, I can't block them. There, I'll put you in timeout. There. Go away. There's <laughs> like some porn sites. Or oh, what? dude, I, I yeah, I've had porn sites and all kinds of different stuff pop up on here. You never know what you're. Hey, doing. you all keep that in your own time. Yes, I'm trying to do a daily podcast. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's, 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 it's amazing what stuff that I'll, I'll pop up here. So anyway, all right, Dale, tell everybody where, where your Twitter handle is, and it's and real hard. It's at Dale Altman. I don't think I can spell that. How do you, you spell, spell that? <laughs> How, how do you spell that? It's right there. It's on the screen. <laughs> right D A L E A L T M A N. 
right, brother. Well, this has been yeah. fun. We'll have to do this. Guy, I got, I got to get you and you and Arrow on here sometimes, so we have a seat neighbor re- reunion. Absolutely. Show how show about how much fun we have in one fifty eight. By the way, we're gonna have a lot of people down there with us. It's all sold out, baby. We're doing it again. Let's go. Gotcha. I cannot wait. <laughs> Running it back. Run it back, baby. I'm ready to go. All right, Dale. All right, man. Day, Love brother. you. Love Who day? All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Dale's an awesome guy. Like I said, he sits behind me at every Bengals home game in section 158. So does Derek. He's right behind him. We have an absolute blast. If you guys have not got your season tickets, sorry, they're all gone for the most part. I can take my glasses off because I think I can see. Ooh, a little. A little, little better there. Anyway, let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And as always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. They are Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Cincinnati Reds, Riding Third, Heading for Home, Bearcat Country, Bearcat Ruckus, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. I think you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopol. TikTok is at Iceman90. I will be pulling off the sound later on tonight, putting it on the podcast. So it's on Beanpod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. I'm getting a lot of people actually listening to it, which is awesome. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors to listen to the podcast, Sports Strawberry Ice. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, and also, leave a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, you guys are awesome. We're at 1,505 subscribers. And we're on a rocket ship to 2,000. At least I hope so. So, again, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to support, to subscribe to Sports with Strawberry Ice. Again, I greatly appreciate it. Tomorrow's Friday. I got Ace from the Orange is the New Black Podcast, New Stripe City. He's a really good dude. He's only on for a little bit. He's got his date night so with his wife, so he's going to carve out a little bit of time for me. So I appreciate it from my boy Ace. We'll have to get his thoughts on the Bengals free agency draft and all that cool stuff. One more day this weekend, baby. I get to go to – I love it. I got tickets to go to the um, – the uh, combine next weekend. So if you guys are interested in going to the combine, you can get tickets. They are free, absolutely free. Go to the website, uh, nflcombine.com, and you can pick your days. Pick whatever day you want. You get up to five tickets. I got five. I'm going Sunday. It's going to be fun. Not this Sunday, next Sunday. So check it out if you guys are interested in going to the combine. That's what I'll be doing. And other than that, I'll see you guys tomorrow. And as always, that's just sports, baby. See ya! Yeah, we got him. Yeah, we follow like that black and orange.